Hey, course creator, this is Chris from Course Wizards, and I recently recorded a training that you're going to love if you're into writing. It's called Apps for Authors. In it, I share 10 apps that will save you time when it comes to productivity and plotting, writing, editing, formatting, and marketing your next book. And because you're a listener of the Course Wizards podcast, I'm making it available to you for free. Grab it at writing.fyi slash apps. That's writing.fyi slash apps. Welcome to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hey, Course Wizards. Welcome to another episode of the Course Wizards podcast where we talk about how you can teach anything online. This is Christopher Maselli and I'm here with Amit Aurora. How are you doing today, Amit? Hey, Chris. Welcome back. I know you just got back from conference, recharged, ready to rock and roll. And you're right. You can learn anything online. You know what I just learned, Chris, yesterday? What what, did you learn? I I feel left out. I'm like, I want to join the craze of creating crappy art and calling it NFT and then selling it for millions. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I don't quite get that. I don't don't understand how you can... uh, take a digital file like that and make it worth something. But I, I guess that's a thing. I'll tell you how uh, you go open paintbrush and <laughs> on your computer, PC or Mac. Uh, I don't know if Mac has paintbrush, does it? Uh, no, but it, it has some, you know, paint kind of program. I think that's kind of uh, like that. Or go but, to Canva uh, and just, yeah, that's just right. Go like, to Canva. <laughs> <laughs> just make any f- strokes on a, digital piece of paper and then just upload it and hopefully it'll sell for thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the day of art like that is actually probably uh, almost past because now today with all the programs that are out, you always start with something, right? You start with some kind of image or, or, or something to begin it. It's not like you're doing everything from scratch. Like you used to have to, I remember when I used, you know, MS Paint in Windows 3.1, and it was, you know, very much pixel by pixel. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I get I get the idea. It's probably what people did back in the day, and everyone was laughing at them, and people started painting and selling their paintings, but some of this stuff is just weird, man. <laughs> well, I am convinced that everyone who's listening to this podcast is thinking, I did not come here for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what they did come here for is to find out about six conversion hacks for online course creators. Because if you if you have a course and people start to see your course and they see your cart, a lot of times people will abandon the cart, right? And you want to make sure that they convert to customers. And so Amit and I today are going to talk about six things that we like to do that can make your cart and that that point of conversion even stronger than it is right now. And uh, so Amit, why don't you get us started? Yeah, it's all about CRO, conversion rate optimization. Even if you bump your conversion by one, two percent, that's definitely going to add more dollars in your pocket and uh, number one for me, Chris, is creating an NFT. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so number one is social proof, right? Like we like to do things uh, and when we are making a purchase, we like to make sure that others are also in the same boat. So you've seen those little 
social uh, pop-ups that such and such just purchased this course. Uh, even I've see, even seen it on lead magnets, like so-and-so just opted into this lead magnet. So those things act as an anchor to remind you that, okay, there are others like me who are in the same boat and this emotional buying decision that I'm about to make is justified because I see all these other people doing it. That's right. It's kind of like a psychological trick, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's something that your brain says, oh, other people are doing this, then it must be good. It must be acceptable. It must be something I should do too. So we call it social proof. That's why we call it that. But when you display that on your check, on your cart or on your sales page, uh, that means something. Yep. And there are so many softwares out there uh, that they can do it. Evidence is one of them. Proof is another one. You can probably find one on AppSumo. Just find one that works for you. Um, and what it does is you feed it the data. Like you can feed it, okay, do this every time a sale happens and connect it to that data source. And it'll literally just keep pulling from that data source. Even if you don't have a lot of sales, you can say just show the last 10 sales and it'll just keep churning through those 10 sales every time. Yeah, and then there's always the poor man's guide to social proof, which is just by pasting testimonials on your page, right? Where people yep. can see quotes that other people have given. Uh, speaking of things that can be pasted on your page and put there, you want to put things like guarantee seals, offer a money-back guarantee, you know, 30-day money-back guarantee, 60-day money-back guarantee, uh, whatever you need to let people know that when they purchase this, if they don't like it, they can get their money back. That goes a long way because a lot of times... Um, these are impulse decisions and people want to feel like, oh, okay, if I don't like it, can I get my money back? And so you want to display the fact that they can get a money back guarantee. And then if you have someone who requests their money back, go ahead, ahead and promptly give it back to them. Uh, but generally what you'll find is that most people will not ask for a money back guarantee, even if they don't quite jive with your course. Yeah, I, I definitely look for those guarantee seals wherever I am. Amazon and Walmart has spoiled us here in US, but I, I think even when like I'm buying a piece of software, I feel more secure buying it on AppSumo, knowing that I have 60 days money back, even though, like you said, I probably will forget that I had 60 days, you know? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> the other thing that I have noticed a lot of course creators do on their sales page uh, is not have enough bold headings because all of us like to skim through a sales page first. I don't know about, maybe it's just me, but Chris, maybe you do it. When I go to a sales page, my first thing is I just scroll quickly from bottom top to bottom, look at the price and then go back and read it. And even when I start reading the page, I'm not reading each and every word. I'm just looking for some visual cues to draw my attention. Okay. That this is what the course is talking about, you know, like here are the bonuses, here's what you get, here's the highlights of the course. So call those out instead of all your text being just monotone and one font size. Yeah, that's right. Anything you can do to make things just set a little bit apart, make it easier to read. That's a tip for newsletters too. If you've got a newsletter, go ahead and and create subheads in that thing if it's long and you'll, it'll make it easier for skimmers to go ahead and find what they want. And then they'll usually, after they've scrolled down, seen everything, they'll go back to the top and then start reading again. Yep. Now the next one, Chris, uh, 
I have started doing this on thank you pages for my lead magnets is I put a GIF there or a Loom video, just something to say to the effect saying, you know, thank you so much for opting in. By the way, here's what my email looks like. Drag it from your promotions tab and put it in your primary folder. Oh, and of very course, clever. That only relates to Gmail people, but most of my emails, all of us use Gmail. So 70 to 80% of my email list is made of Gmail users. And if they, if only my Gmail users start doing it, all the other email service providers will also see that if this person's emails are landing in the primary tab in Gmail, we should also do the same. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And that will also... Um, that's also a page where you can just tell people to whitelist the email if they're not part of Gmail, right? Whitelisting is kind of the way we all used to talk about it. Now it's just, hey, move it over to the primary tab because everyone uses Gmail. Uh, And if it's a GIF, it will start playing right away, right? If it's a video, they might not hit the play button. But if it's a GIF, it's visual. Everyone likes to be told what to do as much as we hate being told what to do. If someone tells you, go do this, They'll do it. Now, one a- additional tip on top of the six we're going to talk today, this will be 4.1 maybe, is mm-hmm. um, also on the thank you page for Gmail users. This is a super cool hack. Let's say your email is called uh, six tips for increasing your conversions, right? Go in your Gmail inbox and type that out. First, email that lead magnet to yourself, then Type it in the search box of your Gmail. Now, what's going to happen is Gmail is going to put that search query in the URL bar. Copy that URL and paste it on your thank you page by saying, and I will put a screenshot for our visual learners who can go see what I'm talking about. But on my thank you page, I also put a little note box which says, Gmail users, click here to find the email in your inbox. Because the search parameter is already in that URL and it's not the Gmail link is universal. So if you go to your Gmail and search that thing, it'll be the same as me searching in my Gmail. That's really cool. That's clever. Yeah, so see, all of these are ways that you can make sure that that conversion has happened and it's happened all the way through. So you might be thinking of the conversion as, oh, I just want to get my course sold. But we're also talking about course sold, receiving your newsletter, like, all the way through, they're getting all of that. So you want to do a little bit of everything. Because the course sale is not going to happen until your emails land in that person's right. primary <laughs> inbox through right. the lead magnet that you got them from. Yeah, yeah. And when you are making the sale, something else we like to recommend are having order bumps. Okay, these we've talked a little bit about these before. But this is where when you're going through the cart and you've added the course to your cart, it gives a little bump on there. It's like a little nudge that says, hey, if you like this, you might also like this product. And it's just $7 more if you add it to your cart right now. Do you want to add it to your cart? And a lot of people will add that little extra item to their cart. It might be, it's usually something you want related to your course. Maybe it's extra templates or, you know, a a download or something like that. But you can add just a little order bump, make a little extra money and give a little more value. And then my final uh, trick uh, for increasing conversion is just making sure that there is some congruency between your sales page and your checkout page. And I say this because 
uh, some of us or a lot of us maybe are using two different softwares. Maybe we are using WordPress for sales page or another cloud page builder. And maybe we are using Thrivecart or Samcart for checkout. So we are designing them in two separate systems, but you should always make sure you have the logos, the color scheme, the fonts, all looking the same. So it doesn't confuse the visitor because a confused buyer will never buy. Yeah. And if you've got a real strong logo, a real strong online presence, you might want to bring some of those same colors, same things onto your sales page so that people know that they're actually buying from you, you know, when they purchase. So very, very, very good point. I'm a, would you go ahead and just take us through those six points again? Yep. Uh, 6.1. All right. So first <laughs> is social proof, whether that's uh, using a social proof widget or just good old testimonials, uh, guarantee seals and money back guarantees, adding bold headlines for those page skimmers so they can quickly skim and see if this interests them. And if it does, then they'll, of course, read it further. Uh, thank you, page call to action uh, with two thank you page call to actions. One is a GIF that you can create on how to move your emails to the primary tab from the promotions tab. And then also just provide them a link that they can simply click on to find your email in their inbox. Order bumps on checkout to increase your ACV, your average cart value. And then finally have some congruency uh, between your sales page and your checkout page if they're on different platforms or even if they're on the same platform just make sure everything matches colors logos fonts excellent so i hope everyone took some good mental notes and you can go look at your cart see if there's anything that we talked about that you can add to it do take some action on that today because it can really make a difference now you don't want to miss next week. Next week, we're talking about how important SEO is for your course pages. And is it important, right? And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of our fa favorite tactics or at least the basics that you need to know. And so you really don't want to miss that. Meanwhile, please rate and review this episode. If you enjoyed it, please go ahead and let your favorite podcast platform know so that other people can find out and become course wizards too. This is Amit and Chris, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.